You are now listening to the Sons of Swanee Sportscast. Somebody say oh my and give them dog six. Welcome in to another episode of the Sons of Swanee Sportscast. Appreciate you being with us again this week. Hunter Abercrombie along the way with Mr. TJ Vickers. What up, Vic? Doing good, sir. You ask me this every week, and like I feel like I need to come up with something more clever, more yeah. creative, yeah. and I, I just don't have it in me. Like I panic right before you say it because I'm like, all right, I got, I got to do something different, and then I just say what I always say. Well, I mean, I, but I'm, I'm not lying to you. I'm good. I come in the same way every time, so you know if I mix it up, you can mix it up. Otherwise, that's not what. Okay. Well, when we decide to remix it up one day, you you be sure to let me know. I will. So, do so, so. I, can, I can be ready to go. I will do so. This week's episode of the Sons of Swanee Sportscast is brought to you by whatever company is doing the Vickers Family Gender Reveal tomorrow, baby. Woohoo! Yes. Comprehensive Women's Comprehensive Health in Gainesville, Florida. There you go. You owe us money now. Yes. Dr. Whoever. Hatfield. Dr. Hatfield and, and McCoy. And friends. And yes. friends. <laughs> yeah, big day for Vic tomorrow. Finds out. Throw your guesses out. I don't know. Yeah, Boy I mean, girl. you got a 50-50 shot. You're wearing blue today. I'm wearing blue. Yeah, trying to... I guess, you know, you say speak it into existence. You, you just wear it into existence. I don't know. Yep. I, I'd be a little heavy-handed if I wore this tomorrow to the anatomy scandal, wouldn't you think? Yes, that would be. I mean, I'll have a darker blue I could wear. Well, so that is why, quick side note story, on our third kid, my wife and I, we didn't find out because we had the two boys, and we didn't so find out So you knew about the them? We knew about okay. them. We didn't find out the third because... You know, she wanted a girl, obviously. That's why we went for number three. But yeah. <laughs> she didn't want to, you know, she knew when she saw the baby, you loved the baby. But if she found out it was a boy before, not that you're disappointed, of course, but it would have been a little like, a little like oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. So you got your blue on. You got your yeah. orange and blue cup. Speaking of orange and blue, former orange and blue, a wearer of orange and blue spotted at Seminole practice today. Hmm. Has that actually been verified? Oh yeah, it was on the it was on the tweets. Yeah, it was on the, the there's Twittergram. Never, there's never been anything misinformed on uh, Twitter. It was on the Twittergram. So yeah, man. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him say that he got an official offer or anything from them. Which now the, the article you did share, the tweet you did share, did say at that time Florida State had not offered him. Mm. Uh, but yeah. you know when, when you and LV comes calling, Woo. and then you go to a Florida State practice. You know, I, I don't know. That's we'll right. see. The, the, the bigger offers will roll in soon enough. UNLV, Florida State, you know, that's just a side That's a side card for now. It is. We'll, we'll eventually get to the big dogs. What is not the side card, what is the big dogs, was the performance once again of our Swanee Bulldogs. Hey, hey, now, transition. Who are now 7-0 and since Hunter Abercrombie sent a text saying, I don't know if I can find two more wins on the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, what the reverse jinx is in full effect. Yes, thank you for Glad thank you it. for your service for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you happy to be here. You know, if if we would have publicized that, you know, that's that's definitely bulletin board material. It was, but it was just a well kept secret up until you felt okay enough to publicize it. It was, man, and we were all thinking it. Yeah, nobody, we were all yeah, thinking. I, I don't, I don't we think thinking. anybody was thinking this was going to happen. 
Uh, but here we are in the second round of the playoffs, hosting yet again. Love it. And, yeah, how about that? It is so much fun, man. I love it. It is – dude, the energy just – I mean, I really feel like just the energy around town when we are good at yeah. American football yeah. is really different, man. It is just a lot of fun, and this team – I'm telling you, man, it's like they get better every week. Yeah. You know I mean? They, they really, really do. do. And, again, we knocked on wood last week. We'll knock on wood again. But, um, man, it's just impressive. And so the other night – so what, the final was thirty nine to fifteen. Yeah, and I really felt like, I really felt like Walton was a good team. I mean, yeah. they had some dudes. They did, but you, that number, I think it was five, had the little ponytail uh-huh. looking thing. He uh-huh. was sporty. I liked him a lot. Yeah, he was. There were some dudes after. that I wouldn't mind wearing green and white. No, the yeah. one, the other running back, I forget his number and his name. You know, I didn't know all the names, but um, they had, he a, was good. They had, he had, a, they had a defensive end that was pretty yes. good. I mean, they were. I oh, mean, he was he looked the part. Yeah, I mean they had penetration all night. You know the run game didn't get going very much, and and Tillerson for us, Grace, he played. He he got sacked a few times as well. So, yeah, I, I really think this team just does whatever it has to do to win. Yeah, I mean if you would have told me going into the night, Bronson Tillerson would throw for three hundred fifty four passing yards and five touchdowns. I would have never believed it, but they loaded the box. Marquavis Owens had a hard time getting going, and it was simply a numbers game at that point in time. Okay, you're going to load the box up. You're going to have cover one. You're going to have cover zero on certain plays. We trust our guys to go downfield and make plays. And it, it wasn't just the Jay Smith show that we have gotten so accustomed to, mm-hmm. to so far. Now, don't get me wrong. There, 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 there were, was a there, show. There, there, there were chapters. There were chapters of, of last Friday night's book that absolutely were just, you know, Jay Smith, and and yeah. he did what he did. But Kadarian Ivy had uh, an incredible touchdown catch. Cody yes. Lang, there was no need to go anywhere near that guy, but he just bulldozed him on his way to a 35-yard touchdown. Dude, I, and MJ Rosen continued to impress us. Yes. I mean, so, yeah, it, it was just – He's, a really fun game through the air. He spread it around. It was it was beautiful. But, I mean, I said after, uh, my Lord, Cody Lane, that man has a family. I mean, yeah, good. Not no more. Oh, my God. That guy probably went into last Friday night with the girlfriend. Cody Lane. And that is now Cody Lane's girlfriend. <laughs> Cody is like, yeah, he is looking for contact. He had no need there to is do no, that. There is no let me juke. That, that could have been is, a flag football touchdown. And oh what I mean gosh. by that is no one could have came near him and that still would have been a touchdown. But he, the heat-seeking missile that he is, I, I refer to him as a you know heat-seeking missile on defense, but he just wanted to take it out on somebody on the offensive side of the ball, and he did exactly that. He had no need to go anywhere near that guy because we know he's got speed. Yeah, He could have just ran right around him and never been touched, but he felt the need to go right at that man's soul, and it, it left his body. It was. It was, you know – Spread the ball around a bunch of. I mean, you know, you think about everybody that had catches, uh, and I mean, like big catches. It wasn't like it was just garbage time. Yeah. Anything. I mean, but you know, Bronson did a terrific job of getting everybody involved. Now, obviously, Jay just continues to be Jay. I mean, we could say it every week. It's kind of like when Jacquez used to play. We could we could sing the praises every week. Sure. And um, Jay continues to impress, but. You know, like you said, MJ Rosen these last couple of weeks coming up big. Kadarian Ivy kind of just been that steady guy. Logan Brooks had a couple of really yeah. big catches yeah. and runs. And I, you know, again, once again, really, really good game plan by Coach Jacobson. Um, just smart. Bronson continued. You can just tell Bronson's comfort level. He's with coming the into his own now. for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's seeing it. He, he you know, he is see, he is the picture is there for him. 
and he's making really good. The only I only can think of one bad throw. I mean, I'd say a bad throw is just behind Kadarian. Um, the one that was almost intercepted. Yeah, because it was yeah. deflected. But yeah. other than that, I mean, everything. The one that got called back might have been the best one. That was. Yeah, I was gonna say that was the best play tonight. That was the highlight of the night for me. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he rolled out uh, to his right and MJ kind of checked back to him, thinking that he needed to throw the ball short. But then at the same time, MJ breaks. Tillotson starts pointing, starts calling his shots, telling him to go deep, and that ended up being a sixty, maybe you know, a sixty-yard touchdown pass. But it was all yeah. for not with a chop block call on the offensive line. But I, yeah, I think the most impressive play of the night was a play that didn't count. But it was it was a really nice mix of yards after catch and then just putting the ball where it had to be put. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the one touchdown for Jay Smith where he goes up over the DB's head to catch it. That was that was just a beautifully placed football. Same thing with the Kadarian Ivy mm-hmm. catch, uh, touchdown catch. He didn't even need two hands to bring that thing in. If you, I mean, I'm on the sideline right there, so you could kind of see it better from there. But. He just he went to his back shoulder, reeled it in with one hand, and then eventually brought his second hand to cover it up as he hit the ground. But that was just a beautifully placed ball. But then other times, it's the let's look at the second Jay Smith touchdown. That was a six yard out route, maybe. Yeah. And then he hit the the spin button, the, the B button, whatever you play. Are you an Xbox or are you a PlayStation guy? I was always an Xbox guy, so he hit the B button, spin move, and then boom, he's gone. You know, and then there was a couple of the, the Logan Brooks couple plays. You know, that was just major yards after catch. Uh, the the big play to Mark Wavy's Owens out of the backfield, yards after catch. Cody Lang, we just talked about it. He was open by about 20 yards and with no one around him, but that was probably like a 15, 17-yard completion. And then the last little bit of the yardage was, you know, probably 20 yards or so, yards after catch. So really it was get the ball to your playmakers and let them do what they do, but also just put the ball where only your playmakers can make a play on it. And and that was just what was most impressive with Tillotson last Friday night. And the ball was spread around. So, I mean, yeah, Jay Smith had two touchdown catches. And yep. the one, what I was going to say, the one where he went up over the defender, when you see the video of that, like on the news, it's even more impressive. I didn't realize how draped – yeah, that guy oh, was yeah. on him. He like, was cloaked on him. Yeah, I mean, he was, and that's something that Jay Smith really isn't used to because he's so used to just outrunning everybody. But if you, even if you look back at that play, the man's thirteen, fourteen yards off the line of scrimmage. So Jay Smith just runs up on him, gets up in his bag, and then goes right around him. And the, the defender sticks with him for that last fifteen yards or so to get to the end zone. And like you said, he he's right on top of him. But Jay Smith just goes up and makes a play. And that was just absolutely incredible. So, yeah, you look at the night, I think there was six different guys that had a reception, four different guys caught a touchdown pass, 11 – or, excuse me, 16 for 24 on the night for 354 yards, five touchdowns, like I mentioned already, for Tillotson, 11 first downs, nine passes went over 20 yards, and three of them were 40-plus mm-hmm. yards. So, really, I mean, you look at 16 completions, 11 of which were first down, nine of which were 20-plus yards – three of which were 40-plus yards. It was just, it hey, was, if, you're, if you're going to try and stuff the run, which Marquavius Owens, he's had closer to 200 than 100-yard games these last three or four weeks in a row, honestly. So if you're just going to try to stuff the, the box and stop Marquavius Owens, okay, that's fine. If you're going to live in cover one, if you're going to live in cover zero defense versus not just Jay Smith now, the rest of these playmakers, you're going to find yourself in, the, in a world of hurt. Yeah, and you know, Quavy, I still thought ran the ball well. He, he did. ran the ball he hard, did. and he had some some good runs. And but more than that, you know, he had, like you said, he had three receptions out of the backfield for sixty two yards. And so, yeah. you know, he's still going over a uh, hundred yards total offense. Total offense, yeah. Which is 
again, but I just can't say enough. You know, I'm sure anytime Andy and Wayne up on the radio have to pick the players of the game, you know, it's hard because the players of the game, you always go for the guys scoring touchdowns and things like that. The O-line probably doesn't get the love they deserve a lot of times. And in high school football, a lot of times it is just those those two or three guys mm-hmm. who, who really kind of dominate touches. But, I, you know, you could have given it to any number of guys Friday night, but the way Bronson has played recently has just really been impressive. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the touch, um, I, don't, I don't know how to say it other than really, you know, you look at where we were in the beginning of the year to where we are now, it is just like two totally different seasons. It Absolutely. really is. I mean, just on offensively, the defense has been good all year. And we haven't said enough about them because, once again, you know, Ben don't break a little bit, and we got out of sorts on one drive. I thought the defense. If I think that, gonna, I thought they light, look, they lightened up a little bit. You, you before I, you I don't know, know it's twenty seven zero, and so you kind of yeah kind of loosen up a little bit. There. And I still didn't feel great. That's what I was saying. I was still nervous, and I mean, I'm maybe I'm just built like that. I'm just tainted from years of watching Florida State, but I felt like we were. Um, Hitting and not tackling. We weren't wrapping up. No. You know, there was a lot of just banging. And Kyler, and Kyler would agree with you on that. Yeah. Oh, I could tell. He They're, was animated. You know, you, <laughs> and, and that was a thing. And I talked to him about that last night on the Quarterback Club show. It wasn't blown assignments. It wasn't bad gap coverage. We were there. We mm-hmm. just didn't wrap up. Didn't we, we put tackles. a shoulder into somebody. We kind of lost our leverage a little bit on a couple different hits. And the to your uh, you know to their credit, they like you said earlier on the on the front end, Hunter. They they have two good running backs. They would just bounce off the tackles, and then next thing you know, sometimes they end up in the end zone. And it's obviously a, a good problem to have when we're critiquing the defense and we gave up 15 points, and six of those were in garbage time. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so, yeah, I mean, the defense is still playing very, very well. It's just, I don't, you know, like you said, the level they've been playing at, I just felt like there was more, we were just trying to deliver a big blow and really, instead of just, let's do our job, yeah. let's wrap up, let's tackle. On a couple that- of occasions, you know, not the whole time. But there again... Credit them. I thought their guys really ran hard yeah. and were good. I thought their yeah. running backs. And I didn't think the quarterback was bad. Number seven was a decent receiver. I mean, they, they had some weapons, and you can see why they're they're certainly a playoff team. You know yeah. what I mean? But I thought I thought it could have been a lot worse, and then they did figure it out in the one drive for the, the touchdown, and then there to close the half, they got a field goal, which luckily they just ran out of time on that one. Yeah, you know, so that because that could have been another touchdown, and they were getting the ball first and to start the second half. So it did get a little squirrely. You know, it it, it could have gotten a lot worse, but it also it, it could have gotten a lot worse in, in both regards. It could have been at twenty seven zero, we could have put our foot on their neck a little bit more and had a running clock for the entire second half if we get one more score to close out the first half, or. If we didn't kind of buckle down, force a field goal at the end of the first half, and then I think we got an INT that first drive in the second half. I think was that a Jay Smith INT? Yeah. I think one so. way or another, they didn't get points off. Is what I'm getting. No, they at. didn't. Um, it, it could have gotten a little bit tight. Yeah. And, and what would that have looked like for Swanee and how they needed to respond? But you know, I, I really just was totally impressed with with this entire team. Really, I mean, from defense, special teams, offense, there there wasn't a single facet of the game that we lost last Friday night. Nope, very, very good. But it's going to get um, exponentially tougher this week as West Florida comes into yes. town, coming off a shutout in the first round where they beat Bay High School, who was came in, I think, 8-1 and one or 9-1. and one. Uh, West Florida shut them out 35 to nothing. 
they come into the season at um, or to the this game at nine and two. Yep, they're uh, on a six game win streak. Six game win streak. Uh, yeah. Actually, the win streak began by beating the team that we just faced, Walton. They were on the road. They're in the same district as Walton. They came away with a fifty to twenty nine victory. So they gave up a little bit more points. They scored a little bit more points. So. You kind of look at this West Florida team, Hunter, and you just kind of look at their stats, and I really haven't looked very much at what they try to do offensively. But they they come into the game with, I think, four or five receivers that have over 400 yards receiving. Mm. Uh, again, four or five guys that have five-plus touchdowns in the air. They run two quarterbacks, and they will literally run both of their quarterbacks. Both their quarterbacks over have over 1,000 yards in the air. But then also you look at their leading rushers, their two leading Russians – leading rushers are the two quarterbacks there is one that's a little bit more run heavy than the other one i believe is number one redding is their leading rusher and also their their leading touchdown score on the ground as well with seven tackles so you know they 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 don't seem to mind to put the ball in the air and spread it around a little bit like what we just did last friday night but also it looks like if they have to go to the ground and pound they will lead the way with their two quarterbacks well, you look at their schedule, and there's no common opponents to to compare to. But well, two, other than other than Walton, other than Walton, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but their two losses are to Pace, who's a six A school or former six A, whatever it is what, now. However, yeah. it works out now. Who's always good, and who I believe won a first round playoff game um, this past week against. Nope, I'm sorry, they lost to Buholtz by one, thirty five to thirty four. And then their other losses to Pine Forest, who's also a classification ahead of us, and who's ten and zero. So. Their defense is obviously very good. I mean, you look, like you said, they're on a six-game win streak, and they've given up in those games 7, 2, 14, 7, 0. Yeah, after that Walton game. After they, the Walton. They, they so, really yeah, Walton, they gave up 29, yeah. but after that it's been a lot like the dogs. And so mm-hmm. from what we were told in the press box by Walton's radio team, they're they're very, very good. And their quarterback is – he said quarterback. You're, you know, like you said, there's quarterbacks. They're running two. But he said he is sporty, and the receivers are sporty, and so we are going to have to definitely play, you know, our best game. But that's this time of year. That's what you sure. have to do. Yeah. You You're not going to run into a team that is a serious miss. I didn't see this. Just off the top of my head, did Wakulla win? No, Wakulla ended up losing forty-five to twenty-one. So gotcha. Florida, Florida High won sixty-three forty-four yeah, over weird, Southwall. Gave up a ton. Pensacola Catholic forty-five twenty-one over the War Eagles from Wakulla. And then, of course, we've already talked about a West Florida beat Bay 35-0, and then we beat Walton 39-15. So the so, top four held so, so, yeah, so every, every, there was no upsets, if you will, in the bracket. Yeah, and even, you know, this week, I don't look at it as – if Pensacola Catholic went to Florida High and won, that would not surprise me. No. They're, they're four very good teams, um, so this – you know, that's what it's going to be this time of there year. There could be but, any combination of, of outcomes but from I'm, these four teams. I'm just – I'm incredibly proud of this group. No matter what – now, listen, I want us to go out and win the game Friday night and play well. Of course. But in, in the event that, that we don't or something happens or whatever, you know, sometimes you get me whatever. Just a very impressive, impressive run by the dogs and to be commended. You know, and, and, and you look at – it seems like West Florida wants to try to throw the ball on you a little bit. They They seem like – they almost seem like how we were last week with versus Walton. It was like, okay, well, we're going to come in and, and everyone knows we're going to try to run the ball. And we might go take a couple shots over the top with Jay Smith. But if you're going to stack the box, then we got guys that can beat you on the outside. And that's exactly what we did last Friday night with Tillotson throwing for 354 yards and five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But what I do like about – I think it's going to be an interesting matchup with our DBs versus the, the few different guys that they have. You know, you, you can count on, especially whenever you get into the second round, even into the playoffs, but once you really get into the second round and from here on out, 
there's going to be someone lined up on the other sideline that's that dude. Mm-hmm. Like for every Jay Smith that we got, there's a Jay Smith on their team. So it'll be interesting to see, okay, it's, it's not just one guy for them. But I would make the argument for our DBs, obviously Jay Smith is probably our best DB, just our best overall playmaker. But I would trust DJ Coleman. I would trust MJ Rosen. I would trust PJ Davis versus a lot of these guys that they have lining up. So if, if they're going to try to spread the ball out and get the ball to their playmakers, well, I trust our guys to pr- do pretty good in coverage against their playmakers. So then what happens? The only thing I worry about is, because I agree with you, is do their wide receivers and DBs go both ways like I do? Sure. Because outside of, that outside of there? PJ Davis and DJ Coleman, Everybody's Cody, ways. Kadarian, uh, MJ, Jay go both ways. Both, both ways, yeah. And so can you find a way to get those guys, you know, a blow here and mm-hmm. there so that they are fresh, you know, when you need sure. them? An X factor to me Friday night, you know, if you're going to say, man, who who is somebody who could really – you know, affect the outcome uh, because of matchups could be Logan Brooks because Logan yeah. is really athletic for a tight end. Mm-hmm. And, you know, man, I don't care. And I said it Friday night. I don't care what level of football you talk about. People do not cover the tight end. They no. will forget about you. And we exploited that a couple of, I mean, both two – I think all three of Logan's catches, he was quarantined. There was nobody Wide, around yeah. him. Wide open. Because people just lose track and they forget, and it's just hard. You know I mean? you got to be really, really sound. And, that, and that's something that like, you could talk about. Okay, if, if we're going to ask Cody to go both ways, the, the way that we can give him some rest is to ask Logan to do some of the similar things that Cody does. Mm-hmm. Now, Logan doesn't have the top-end speed that Cody has and maybe doesn't have that physicality level that Cody has, but I don't think anybody has the physicality level that Cody brings to on this roster in particular. But – if, if Cody has to have a long drive on defense, well, there's a lot of similarities in their game that Logan can do basically the same route tree that we asked Cody to do. Mm-hmm. So there, there is a chance for him to get some blows. And then maybe do we go to get Jay and a few of the other guys that you mentioned, MJ, a chance to get some rest? Do we go with those, those heavier formations? where we just try to run the ball. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you don't want to come out and be one-dimensional and say, okay, Jay Smith's out, a couple other guys are out, they just got a bunch of big guys. This is going to be obviously a handoff. But to kind of spell and give give them just a little bit of a rest, I wonder if you'll see some different formations from J.J. Right. where you see a, a two-tight-end look and, and not so many guys on the outside and just say, okay, Marquavius, you are a guy that really only goes one way. You're only basically a running back, so – you know, rely on him to just you know get a get a couple first downs, keep the drive going, and allow the defense to rest some. And I think that's why we haven't seen Brandon Robinson as much on offense because of how reliant we are yeah. of him on defense. Sure. Do you know what I mean? So it'll be interesting. It'll be a chess match. Um, I expect it to be a good game. It's definitely, you know, we've kind of had. Um, well, obviously Bradford wasn't, but. You know, besides that, we've kind of had some rocking chair games here and there during this win streak, and yeah. this is definitely not going to be that. I mean, Friday night no. was kind of a rocking chair, like you know, in the second half, felt good, came yeah, out, yeah. got the job done, yeah. and um, got to work some of the younger guys in. Right, some of the guys that we just talked about that need some rest. Well, we didn't have to worry about them potentially suffering an injury later in the game because yeah. we were able to pull them out. So yeah, that that was that was. I was nice, going to say least. there in the fourth quarter, we got some of the freshmen in, and I tell you what, Hunter Watson flashed a couple times at D end. And he looks yeah. the part. Yeah, he I mean, does. He looks the part. You know, you can kind of tell a physical difference with some of the guys because they're young. Of course. But Hunter Watson, there wasn't a lot of physical no. difference. It, <laughs> no. He looked the part. No, and that and that could be nice because it. You know, we, we hope Buster Leggett will be healthy to kind of get there and kind of get the the starting five back on the offensive line. But 
if he's not 100% or if he doesn't, you know, we're relying more on Zai Alexander at that point in time. So to maybe have someone offset, okay, Zai, you're going to play offensive line. Who can fill in for you defensively? That's nice to kind of get some of the younger guys some reps and have them flash like that where maybe you see them have a little bit more playing time in the yeah. second round. It was funny on Friday night. There was a play where Jadarius Cherry was hitting his helmet to try to come out, and they couldn't get him off in time, so he stayed in and got a sack. Aren't you glad yeah. you stayed in, J.D.? Yeah, good job, that. buddy. Yeah, good job. <laughs> now, so, I think he came out after that play. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, he, but, did. But, but, yeah he, he got a sack. That, that's, that's never a bad time to get a sack. <laughs> no, it's not. So, yes, it's 7.30 Friday night in the doghouse, round two of the playoffs. Oh, it's going to be football weather too, TJ. Did you see it? Oh, man. I haven't glorious. looked at it, but it's glorious. I thought I it was going to be a little bit cooler than what it was last Ooh. Friday. So. Oh, man. It's gone up a little bit. Yeah. Earlier, they were saying the high was 59. Now it's 62. So. Okay. But, I, but that's the highest high on Friday, or 61, I'm sorry. So, yeah, good chance we'll be in the upper 50s. I love it. That's not I told bad. you soccer season was here. That's, that's never bad. Yeah. I mean, speaking of soccer, a friend of the pod, AJ Hitt, had on long sleeves. Had a long, kind of long sleeve Under Armour turtleneck on during warmups, and well, that's because he's a kid. And, and I noticed shortly thereafter, whenever they did come back out, that he did not have that on. That's I said, AJ, what happened, man? He's he a goes, kicker. Didn't need it, man. Didn't need it. <laughs> but you right. might need it this Friday, AJ. So Ooh. make sure it's washed. Make sure it's good to go. That's right. That's right. So moving on, um, we got off the soccer, and I don't basketball has not started the regular season, but soccer did. So they got a win last night over yep. Santa Fe. Yep, one one zero for the men's soccer team defeating Santa Fe. Man, you know, I know we've talked about Santa Fe in, in regards for football and just how, how important those games used to be back in the day and how feisty they were. They were. Man, for soccer, that I think that same kind of intensity was there. I mean, that was one team that we hated to see on a schedule, and at the same time, we loved to see on the schedule. You know, that was whenever we would get the calendar and we would get the schedule, and you kind of go through and you, you circle certain matchups. You highlight different games and know when, when they're coming up. It was always, okay, when do we play Santa Fe? When do we go to Santa Fe? That was another fun one. So so early on in the season for them to face Santa Fe at home and to come out with the big victory, that was awesome. So 1-0, good job for the boys. And I'm not sure what they got coming up next, Hunter. I think you're looking that up for us right now. But I will. nonetheless, I will. to come out 1-0 after Santa Fe, starting versus Santa Fe, that, that's a good time. And while he's doing that, real quick, make sure you go to WCJB TV 20 News. They have a couple different plays that you could pick from. That was the play of the first round. And Jay Smith's first touchdown catch where he went over the top of the DB is one of the nominees. So please go on there and vote for Jay because he certainly deserves any recognition he can get. Yep. So the boys will be playing Eastside at home on Thursday, and then they travel to McClay next Monday is what it looks like. And on the girls' side, I just had it pulled up, and now I have lost it. But if you'll give me just two seconds, I will tell you that the girls... That's how it always works. ...will be playing Orange Park on... I'm lying to you. They will be playing Franklin County, and that's on Thursday as well. So it looks like the girls will be playing Franklin County early, and the boys will follow with Eastside that evening. Franklin County, wow, what a trip. That's quite a trip, yeah. Coming from Appalach. Yeah. Man, I do enjoy St. George Island. I'll have to... Tell them to bring some oysters with them. Yeah, it might be cool enough that they don't even have to put them on ice for you. I don't know. I saw today, oh boy, and called my old buddy, the AD down at Brantford High School, Coach Alex Fred O'Quinn, and saw that Brantford has started soccer. So, hey, yeah. look at there. Yeah. They also have a fishing team. Yes, we need to get one of those. Yeah. Would, yes. you, would you volunteer to be the coach? No, man, it's just a lot of time. I like to deer hunt. I would volunteer Damon Woolley because that he's would very be, good at that, but he's yeah. also coaching golf. So, 
maybe somebody else could step up and and do you know the bass fishing team. There's scholarships. Yeah. I mean, there are yeah. scholarships. One of my favorite guys on TV, deer hunters, Michael Waddell, his son is on a bass fishing team, some college in Alabama. No, and I mean, I mean Bryson Osteen, right here from Live Oak on Florida Gateway. They're like going for national titles. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, you look at Branford, which I mean, you know, we're sons of Swanee, we're not sons of Branford, but yeah, yeah. You, you look at their jerseys, I mean, it looks like a freaking NASCAR. That's right. Like, there are decals everywhere, and them things ain't cheap, boy. Mm-hmm. No. The, Coach, uh, uh, Mr. Huddleston over there, the principal for Brantford High School, he, he set the bar pretty high, and then businesses came calling right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had to turn people down. I mean, I'm, it literally looks like they, they stepped out of, like, a NASCAR. This like, logo is inconvenient and dangerous, but I do love Fig Newtons. <laughs> right on the windshield. <laughs> Maybe we could help sponsor something like that, get a Sons of Swanee logo on there. Not for Brantford, obviously, but... You know, yeah. If if we had a, a sufficient team, we could we could get Sons of Swanee logo on there. This is your this is your uh, you've been warned, Carl Mana. Yeah. Principal Clark Mana. Yeah. We're coming. <laughs> the bass fishing team is coming. Get it ready. We need one. You yeah. know what also is 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 coming up, Hunter. We got the world sport. Yeah, we talked about that Cup. last week. I we're we gonna talk about class. it every week, okay? Because when, it's yeah. the most important Next week, thing. Or starts ever. this week. I yes. don't know. Yes, it's it starts. It's the week that we have off for Thanksgiving break. Which, if you were gonna go to the bathroom, folks, now's the time. Nope, you nope. we got two minutes of World Cup coming. Nope. No, no need to fast forward. This is what people come for. Okay. This is riveting coverage. Okay. It's nice to have the week off for Thanksgiving. Because all these games start at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. There's games that start at 5 a.m., but they didn't do that to the United States because they care too much about the game. So all of our games start at 2 o'clock. But Monday, we open up versus Wales. And I know you'll be calling in sick that day to, to watch the game. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you need to be up to date on this so we can have relevant information on the podcast. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. we're certainly not going to talk about Florida State basketball right now. Oh, boy, we are not. And uh, You're right. And after and after Florida lost to the best team in the state last last night in yeah. uh, the FAU Owls, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be as excited. But you yeah. know what? Florida and Florida State do play basketball this Friday I, night coming I, up. I don't they're, they're talk traveling, about that. They're traveling to Tallahassee. Don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I'm – you it's guys have good. eight scholarship athletes, right, that are able I, to play? I think so. I mean, you're three games in, and you're already down to that many. Yeah, that's, that's kind of hard to do. Now, one is one is suspension-based. Oh, man, we talked uh, about that. That's, oh, we got, what, 13 more games or 12 more games of that to go. But, yeah, Troy came to town last night. We're recording on a, on a Tuesday afternoon for those of you who haven't quite figured that out yet. But – both Florida and Florida State suffered home defeats last night to an opponent that well, you would expect to take care of. It doesn't get any easier for the Knowles because nope. after Florida, you know who comes to town. Who is that? The Mercer Bears. And by God, if there's one thing we so, do, you know, like I, you know, I is shoot the three. We we feel some type of way about our our, our secondary schools. Your 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 Mercer Bears, my Florida Atlantic Owls. So my Florida Atlantic Owls already pulled the upset over the Florida Gators. So maybe your Mercer Bears can do the same thing for your Florida State Seminoles. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, either way, you're kind of happy. I actually had I'm my, happy. My uh, the head swim coach that I coach with, Coach Doug Morgan. He texted me last night after the game was over, and he said, "Congratulations on on your Owls beating your Gators." Yeah. I was like. Yeah, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather that not be the case, but it happens. It it's early in the year. It does. Good wins for both football teams lining up to be a good one on the day after Thanksgiving. So here's another thing that I I, I thought I talked about it last night with Kyler, and and I hadn't really put this together. 
So they're playing on Friday night this Which year. Which means we could be playing football at the same time for Swanee? Well, that too, yes. So, so again, because the World Cup is really one of the most important things that ever happened Obviously. in this world. We will have a 2 o'clock kickoff versus England. Mm-hmm. We will have a, seven th- a guaranteed 7.30 kickoff versus the Seminoles. Seminoles. We could potentially have a 7 o'clock kickoff versus Florida High in Tallahassee, in Tallahassee. With, with Swanee. But one thing for your Seminoles, which I'm very happy about, and maybe they should realize this before they schedule this, a lot of the recruits that you would want to come to a big home game are going to be a little busy that night. What do you? Oh, for football? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, you, like okay. You Why have, you keep putting it on us? Was it like our, only our idea? It was the ACC that did it. Well, Jesus, what about? To- Sorry, you have to bleep that out. What about told you <laughs> we were we are wanting to get out of this poverty? Terrible conference. Nobody's like gonna. You're not. You're looking at the wrong guy if you're hoping somebody's gonna stand. Now like, I know you SEC you, folks love to chant. Oh, you know, I mean, this means you, more. You, it just means you more. looked at me and said that we were the reason why we didn't play y'all in the COVID shortened year. When you, you during the COVID year, whenever we didn't play Florida State, you seem to think it was Jeez. our fault. Well, uh, I probably just wanted to pass that blame off. You know, like deflect. Yeah, yeah, deflect. It's funny how certain things are, are quick to come up in the memory bank and other things aren't so quick to <laughs> New come number, up in the who memory dis? bank. Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't, don't remember that. One of those. But don't no, I, I mean, if I was, if I cared at all about Florida State and their recruiting class, I would want as many big-name recruits as I could have at a big-time home game. Yeah. And having the game on a Friday night kind of coincides with – True. FHSA or even – I mean, I know Georgia also, does some stuff, you know, Saturday mornings or whatever. But you're also talking about at that point there's four teams left in every division. So you're really – Of course, yeah. You know, yes. Yeah. But, but at the same time, you know. You no. want you want the best kids from the best schools, so you, kill, you still can kind of run into that. You're going to have national audience too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so, I, mean, I guess it, it all plays. It, it, it's, a, it's a trade-off here and there, but – you know, that, that wasn't something I had really put together where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, that, that kind of is going to hurt Oh, I hate recruits. Friday night college football games. It's ridiculous. Friday night should be reserved for high school only. It's, it's, it's a nice little transition. You know, you yeah. got Thursday night for a very terrible NFL game. Oh, yeah, we, we have, we have small-town USA football, Friday night lights for that's high right. school. Saturday's college, Sunday, NFL. Then Monday is a slightly better game for, for and NFL. Tuesday and Wednesday are uh, action. Action, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it all ties together. But, yeah, that wasn't something that I had really thought about. But, yeah, Hunter, you mentioned that we could have an action-packed day. And Hunter – or, I'm sorry, Kyler even said it. He's like, look, I hope we're practicing on Thanksgiving. I hope I don't see the Florida-Florida State game because that means that we're in the the regional final versus whether it be Pensacola Catholic or Florida High. Who knows? But he he would rather be coaching than than sitting on the couch watching. I'm telling you. It will not be a shock if Pensacola Catholic beats Florida High. Now, Florida High is very good. They're undefeated. They're obviously very good. But Pensacola Catholic is also very good. So, we'll see. We'll see. Don't be interesting. I'm I'm excited. I am too. We we got a lot going on. Hey, man, it's playoffs. It's awesome. It's all all gravy, baby. You know, I I was telling someone, you know, already Friday between facing England and soccer and then having – Florida State lined up across you for Florida and, and, and college football. I didn't think my my heart could have so much hate inside of it, but we're gonna have even one more level of of uh, blood pressure increasing intensity that we could have because the Swanee Bulldogs could be playing that that yeah. night. Now I better make sure my phone is good in charge. I better figure out some Wi-Fi situation. 
or something because I would be at the Swanee game, don't get me wrong. But I'm also going to have my phone up on the Watch ESPN app watching Florida, Florida State. We got an interesting – I will too. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to – yeah, I'm going to – I can't not follow. I would love yeah. to say I'm not going to follow, but I would. Dude, listen, we're playing So many really other people good. are going to ruin it for we're us. We're playing really good. I mean, both offenses are playing well. It's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get text messages, especially if we're losing. We've got an interesting basketball schedule. I'm sorry I got distracted. I was just looking at that. So we got Gadsden County. We open with Gadsden. No, they're going to be good. We play Eccles County. Man, home of home of the dog hunting club of Hunter Abercrombie. Statenville, Georgia. Stand up. Represent. Statenville Unincorporated. Only you would know that. Oh, no, there's others that know it. I'm just surprised. We've never played Eccles County in anything. That's great. I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, basketball opens up uh, the 26th, Saturday, the 26th. Look at there. Good for them. I don't know when the girls open up. We'll find out. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Coach I, Kevin Lewis. Yeah, I, feel, gonna, I feel like we got to fully we, get we out of We have been letting the folks got, down yeah. on the interviews and stuff, so we've got to pick up our game. But, again. we got a couple that we're excited to have coming yes. to you very soon. Work schedules, man. But, Tough. But, new but, job. But, uh, yeah, between, you know, new schedule for you, new job for you, uh, really just a pleasant surprise that we're still able to talk about football at this point in mm-hmm. time. I think that that's really we're, – we're very football heavy on everything, but – as right, rightfully so, as as we should at sure. this point in time. Oh yeah. So we, you know, we, these podcasts have been a little bit shorter than maybe what we're used to these last couple of weeks, but that's okay too. But they're very football heavy. But we'll eventually get back to our interviews, and we we got some good stuff coming up for y'all. Don't worry. We will. You got to don't be that guy. I had one earlier, and I pulled a hundred Abercrombie and did not write it down as soon as I thought of it. Mm. So I'm I'm still scrambling right now. How about you? Yeah, there was something that happened. I'm kind of the same way. Like, I can't remember what it was. It was in the Vikings and Bills game. I don't. I think it was the guy that gave up the one-handed reception to Justin Jefferson because he didn't just knock the ball down, which he said after the game. In his that defense. was the greatest catch of all time. But it was because the defender helped him. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, he didn't just knock it down. Yeah. But if just, it would have just been Justin, uh, Justin Jefferson by himself, would, there's no way. It's physically impossible. Justin Jefferson's one hand was better than the that guy's two. two hands. Yeah, but he like held it there for him to give him a chance to bring it in. I was going to say – it was. Well, I mean, it was great. Don't my, my don't be that guy, and I don't know who this should exactly fall on. It just should fall on Byron Leftwich for calling to play or what. <laughs> I know which one you're going with. But um, Leonard Fournette throwing a jump ball to the 45-year-old Tom Brady. Who coincidentally is now the most winningest quarterback in football history in Germany. I heard Giselle was in Puerto Rico with a jiu-jitsu instructor, just saying. I figured it'd be Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah. What is up with that? <laughs> He's always lurking around somewhere. That guy is ugly as homemade sin. I don't know. Mr. Steal Your Girl, though. Apparently. Whatever, man. Whatever. So, yeah, don't be that guy. I don't, I don't know. Just the, the Buccaneers offense for <laughs> calling that play call. It was very, it was very, very strange. All right, folks, you got soccer Thursday night, girls and boys. You got World Cup Jesus. Monday. You do. And Friday. Mm-hmm. Congrats to Michael Harris Jr., Atlanta Brave, Rookie of the Year. Good job. Yeah. Congratulations. You, really, you, you, want, you want to poo-poo at soccer, the world sport, but then talk about someone won America's Rookie of the time. Year. America's past Yeah, time. yeah. It's really, not, past, it's really past its time. Not, not – Europe's pastime, it's, America. It's, baseball is certainly past its time, yes. Mm. So it is America's pastime. This is a discussion for another day. Friday night, 7.30, in the doghouse. Be there. And until then, go, go dogs. dogs.